It's recording. The return of Daniel Martin. Uh, today my guest is Daniel Martin. You might know him from eating a lot of ass publicly and doing no drugs because he gets drug tested. Pipeline, wanting to do drugs. Anyway, how are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? I'm fucking great now that you're here. Um, so first off, I wanted to make a fake sponsor for this, and then I talked about it last night. But tell me how this commercial sounds, okay? I, I have the address written down, but everything else is just me, like, trying to remember when I was high. Uh, <laughs> plan B for these hoes.com. So this episode is brought to you by plan B for these hoes.com. That's P L A N B, the number four, D E E S H O E S.com. Plan B for these hoes.com is a subscription service that will send you one to 10 plan B tablets per week so that you can save money by spending money now. Yes. Subscription services start as little as $25 per day. How's that sound? It sounds wonderful. See? So we need to make that a website and get sued. That'd be... Be easy to get sued. (laughs) Yeah. Unless we make, like, knockoff Plan B and call it Plan C. Like, Plan B is too expensive, so we got Plan C. Plan C, yeah. I feel like you could skip a few letters and be like, Plan L. (laughs) Like... Yeah. It's just less effective, like 85% effective instead of 95. Okay, so Plan B, I'm I'm assuming at this point you just have a Plan B box. But for those who don't know, your Snapchat is basically just uh, riddled with Plan B jokes that make me laugh (laughs) that are fucked up. So um, do you you want to elaborate on the subscription uh, cutting back on bills thing, putting a Plan B on like a 10-year-old kid's head or like – I know it wasn't – He's like a – 10 month old but I, know, it was, it was I don't like, know if it's too late but it's it never hurts to try <laughs> just put it on him just yeah set the box on his head yeah you know he's gonna hear this and be like my dad was fucking funny but that's fucked up <laughs> like he's gonna google his dad's name when he's like 12 and be like okay okay i see you so just know everybody he's joking his kid's cool your kid i didn't i, I wasn't paying attention but like so when you're in lot and you get to hang out with your kid yeah. On a pretty regular basis? Okay, cool. Are you, like, kind of cool with baby mama? Is uh, sometimes. Like, okay. For the most part, she's crazy, but <laughs> sometimes she's nice. Okay. But, I mean, like, you you get to see your kid on a regular basis. Uh, yeah. Or as much, like, she's not trying to be vindictive about it. It just her, depends but... on the day. Okay. Like, some days she's like, oh, you're not texting me back, so you're never going to see your kid. <laughs> and then some days she's like, I need you to babysit so I can go to the bar and get some dick. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you send plan B with her to the bar? No, that's not my problem. Like, you, okay, better idea: lemonade stand, but a Plan B stand out for outside of scooters. That's actually a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Is it illegal? Like, okay, what are the qualifications required to uh, to purchase Plan B? Like, do you have to be a certain age? There's no like, I can anybody can literally go buy it. So, would we get in trouble for selling it in front of uh, scooters? I mean, when I say we, I mean you. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I don't think I would get in trouble. It actually might be a really good hustle. It Not only would it be a really good hustle, but it might, like, again, I don't know, like, the medical issues with, like, I don't know if you take, like, 20 Plan Bs if you die. I don't know if it's toxic or addictive or, like. <laughs> I don't think it's toxic or addictive or anything. I've never personally took it because I can't get pregnant, obviously. How sure are you? I'm not real sure. I've never tried, but would I think. Would you snort a line of Plan B? Absolutely. Okay. Um, but okay. So what it does basically is like makes your, uh, makes your ovaries like a hostile work environment, right? Like yeah. to where there's just the, the sperms quit before they hit the eggs or something. 
I think it like before the eggs fertilize, like the plant B comes in there and like just goes in the nest and just crushes all the eggs so they don't <laughs> get fertilized. Like <laughs> that's wild. Like I never even thought about how it worked until uh, I made that commercial idea in my head while I was I I you know I come up with dumb shit all the time. <laughs> it's like my thing. Um, okay, so if you had a business selling Plan Bs outside of uh, scooters, like do like a food truck type setup, like a little pop up thing out, like maybe a trailer out the back of your truck with an air conditioner, so you can just chill. Yeah. And like, and then basically just whatever Plan B is at Walmart sell it for ten dollars more. Do you think you would get in trouble if you sold it like if you also sold boner pills at like nine p.m. and then by eleven you're selling the Plan Bs? I don't. I think I could probably get in trouble, but I don't know anybody that would port me because it's like such a great business idea. It's like before weed was legal selling weed. Like Right, yeah. Why would people report a drug dealer? That's, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Never heard of that. Um And I, I don't even think it's a controlled substance, so I don't think I get in trouble for selling it. Right. I, I think you're supposed to have some kind of license to sell pretty much anything, but I, I mean I think it'd be the equivalent to selling T shirts without our tax ID or something. Um which we're working on a tax ID so we can sell more t-shirts like the retail like obviously we have all the shit set up for the business we have but like to sell t-shirts and shit you're supposed to charge sales tax and do all this bullshit and report monthly and even if you sell like eight t-shirts and you owe them fucking ten dollars they want to know every month they want their check right now um but if you set it up correctly do like a llc and it could be like plan c llc and then you just email the guys in China and you go, yo, fam, I can't afford to fucking get these plan Bs at this price. But what you do. Buy them at wholesale. Yeah, you buy them wholesale, but you buy plan B knockoff that works, like the same effective rate. And then you put an ad out on Craigslist and Facebook saying, hey, if you've used plan B and you save the box, I'll give you a dollar for your box. People that are buying plan B will take that. You repackage it. No, that's how needle cartridges work, though. Like if you buy, um, okay. Prime and DaVinci are the same needles with like, they have like a different ring on them, but they come from the same factory and you basically just email China and you say, yo, China, uh, I want my needles to look like this. And like, I want the box to look like this. I want the gray needles in these sizes. And instead of labeling them three RL, I want it to be three RL X because mine are fucking x needles and then you just they'll do the packaging and everything and send them to you super cheap um i love china china's pretty cool vachina is also cool that's where i was born i was made there in vachina yeah who's i don't know oh uh, that's cool i haven't met her <laughs> um every time i talk to you there's some sad <laughs> shit i'm just trying to fucking be entertaining um okay so what the fuck was I saying about the plan B thing for real though? I feel like that actually like could be a product that they put in. Maybe like a vending machine would be better. Like have a plan B vending machine that you put at bars or something. I mean, I don't know how like. Sell condoms, plan B, cigarettes, and boner pills mm-hmm. out of the vending machine. So next plan, gas station boner pills. How do we market it? Because we could just like order it from China. We've already discussed this. How how should I market my boner pills? You got to come up with a really cool name. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen any of the gas station boner pills. They're all named like Stallion or Rhino. Or, yeah. Like, it makes you think of cool shit and you're going to be like, yeah, I'm about to be a Rhino and just plow through this bitch. What about Pegasus? Unicorn. Because you, you're going to have that horn. Yeah. Yeah. 
That might already be a thing. Uh, what about Uniporn? Uniporn? Like that makes me think of like a a one legged porn star or something. Okay. Uh liftoff's already a thing. Uh hold up, hold up, hold up. What about Devour Tower? Devour Tower. It'll make your dick into a tower and it'll like have like little offices and shit in there. And it's gonna devour that pussy. Yeah, it is that's what I was implying. Okay, what about a boner pill that comes with a lubricant? That makes your dick grow by making it hot. Like, like you know those heating lube things? Yeah. You think that would work? I think you should be <laughs> in the business of marketing and <laughs> design instead of doing tattoos. So there's, on that, I actually, okay, I wrote down some real questions for you. I'll start with the more serious shit. Um, okay. Is chasing money running away from happiness? That is a very good question. Like, because obviously if you're broke, you're not going to be happy, but. That's not always true. If you're broke so to a point where you can't get by, but if you have no extra money, but you can pay your bills, is that still considered broke or no? Eh. That's a good question too. Okay. So if you're broke by my definition, meaning your bills are paid, but you have no spare money whatsoever. Yeah. It'd be harder to be happy because I really like driving my car when I feel like it and not going, can I afford the gas to go to the east side? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I need $3. Okay. Like looking in couch cushions for change and stuff. Uh, I still do that though. Like, Same. yeah. I'm like, especially if I'm at somebody else's house. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking in their safe for, for spare change too. Uh, Dude, we should become safe crackers. Because, like, totally the cops don't do shit. Yeah. Like, did it, uh, I guess it hasn't published yet, so I'll tell you. I was going to say, did you hear about Brandy's thing? This is going to publish in a week because I'm publishing the one I did last night today. And I'm trying to get ahead for my, my upcoming vacation where I hope it's still a vacation because fucking COVID. Who knows? Uh, so, full story. My wife drives a white forerunner. Yes. The neighbors across the street... The guy, I don't think the guy that lives there had anything to do with it. I don't think he knew till the cops came, but he's a gangster, so he's not going to fucking rat his buddies out. But I'm 97.3% sure. Was that your stomach? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> uh, I'm almost positive that that they stole a forerunner that looks just like it and swapped tags. That way, if they get pulled over, like if we get pulled over, we have tags for a stolen car, but we have a VIN number that proves we bought our car and all the shit in the glove box and, you know, our names attached to it, IDs, whatever. It's fine. The stolen tag would be hard to explain. So the tag got switched and we just thought like some kids fucked around and like, you know, stole our tag and switched it with somebody to be funny and figured it was like one of the cars somewhere around here. But it happened to be a white forerunner that just showed up like an hour after we discovered the tag was an issue. So, rather so how than, do you figure out that your tag was switched? You, uh, because it was still hanging off. It was like by one screw. They didn't do a good job. And then you realize, oh, that's not my tag? Right. So they took – Brandy had like a really distinctive tag plate cover thing, yeah. the little frame. And the one that they switched it with, they left the cover and all the – or the – what is it? A frame? Yeah. yeah. They left the frame on there and it was a frame from a dealership. And uh, the chick that was – Brandy was babysitting a kid. So the chick that was picking up her kid was like, hey, you know your tag's like falling off your car, right? And she went out there and looked, and she was like, somebody stole our tag. And she thought they just stole the the frame at first. And then yeah. she looked at the registration because, like, who memorizes their tag? Yeah. Anyway, couple like within a few hours, we're outside, and she goes, hey, come here. And I was like, what? She goes, is that my tag? And I was like, my vision's really good. Hers is not past, like, 20 feet. 
And I was like, yeah, that's your fucking tag across the street. And I walked up to the car and then I was like, oh, shit, maybe I shouldn't talk to these guys about it. Because if it's like a stolen car and they're like, you know, I don't know who the person is. I know my neighbor, but I don't know the guy there with the car. If they're like desperate and thinking I'm going to get them put in prison, then they're going to freak the fuck out. And then there's going to be a shooting and then I'm going to win because I'm fast on the draw. You know, I'm fucking gangster (laughs) like that. I'm just playing. But we called the cops. And spent, I'm not, I really don't think I'm exaggerating when I say 15 fucking minutes explaining to one cop where the tag I'm pointing at here is and the tag I'm pointing at here, like, our car's in our driveway. And he's like, okay, so that's your car, right? And I'm like, yes, that is our car. That's why it's in my fucking driveway. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, so whose car is that? I was like, that's why you're here. I have because no idea whose car that is. It's a white forerunner that looks identical to ours, but it has our tag plate on it, and that's not our car. Our car's right here. Our keys and VIN match, so I'm pretty sure I know my fucking car. And he's like, okay, so whose tag is on that car? And I was like, ours. This goes on. I'm not even playing so long that I was like, if this dude, okay, if this dude applied for a job to take out the trash here, <laughs> I would not have hired him. I'm not even fucking. Now the other cop was dope, but he—I I don't know if he like was outranked or if he just was like trying to be polite. But he just let this fucking moron spend like too much time trying to figure out. It's as simple as this: our tags on that car. We didn't do it. There's a dog in that car. There were three people in that car right before you got here, but you spent five minutes down the road waiting to assess the situation, so they would notice the cops and went inside. Now they're not going to come back out of that fucking house, just so you know. I ended up going to work halfway through this ordeal, and Brandy said basically the cops went over there and asked the guy that lives at the house who was out front, like, hey, do you know whose car that is? And they're like, no, we've never seen that car. Three people just got out of it like less than an hour before this and walked and into went his house. in his house. Yeah. yeah. But again, like not blaming him. I mean, I, if it's your buddies and you don't know the situation, one of them's on parole or whatever, yeah. I don't know what you're supposed to do. Like I try not to harbor criminals. But if I was him and I'm a criminal, like, I'd probably be harboring my buddies. But uh, three people were in the house that were in the car. The cops know this. They didn't even think to check the VIN to see if it's stolen. And I was like, okay, here's two possibilities just thrown out there. I know I'm a civilian. I'm not an expert. But either some kids were fucking around. And I would say if this wasn't a car identical to my wife's, it would be more likely. Especially if the car lived in the neighborhood. But since it just showed up. I'm going to say it wasn't kids fucking around. I'm going to say somebody stole a car and they realized if they switch the tag, <clears throat> they can cruise around a lot longer without getting pulled over for a stolen car. Yeah. And he's like, well, how would they get away with it if they have your tag? And I was like, because you'll think it's my car. Yeah. I and mean, you're going to run the plate and it's going to come back to a. To, it'll come back to Brandy Patterson. Yeah. And you're not going to think it, yeah, if, if they're doing nothing stolen, wrong, you know what right. I mean? All right. Like. There's, you're not going to pull up a picture of me and Brandy on the thing when you type in our tag. Or if you do, it's lightly tinted windows and you're 75 feet away. If it's a person that's not drastically different, like if they don't have a fucking crazy beard. And then who knows? I could have grown a beard. Like the point is switching the tag plates is the easiest way to hide a stolen car. Yeah. We don't know if the car is actually stolen yet. This was over a week ago. <laughs> we They just like got the tag for us and gave it back and said, hey, we're just going to take care of this. And then – they said, hey, if if nobody claims the car, we're going to take it in. And the guy that lived there was like, okay, I mean, somebody parked in front of my house. Go ahead. No problem. And it's like there was a dog in the car. They got the dog out. Like how, how is none of this fucking proof that somebody in the house knows about the car? Yeah, no shit. So my theory on it was like I'm, I've been listening to this book about Charlie Manson and, or Charles Manson and how he got away with all the shit he got away with before uh, 
his whole cult thing. This is my take. I'm going to say the dude that lives down the road is either doing some big shit to where they're going to they they don't want to, you know, accidentally destroy a whole case by arresting somebody that was hanging out at his house or he's an informant and they just let him do whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah. So now I got to know how do I become an informant? Cuz I want to do whatever the fuck I want. Do some illegal shit and then get caught with it and I'd be like, "All right, I'm snitching on everybody." Like uh, <laughs> Yeah, this. But I don't know anything. I only know big. But if you cr- pretend you know, like oh shit, you're right. Be like, dude, this this guy Daniel Martin. He's always pretending he's out like working on rent houses and doing oil field bullshit or pipeline bullshit. He's or moving weight. He's moving tons of weight, dude. And then like, once they try to bust you and they find out you have like no drugs anywhere around you, and they go, hey, you said he was moving weight. Be like. You think he'd keep it at his fucking house, in his car, in his storage shed, or at his friend's house? No. Yeah. He keeps it underground in a lair in Walters. How do you not fucking... You didn't read between the lines when I was confessing to my crimes? Yeah, y'all are fucking worthless. Jeez, guys. I'm not okay. doing your job for you. I'm just an informant. <laughs> Figure so you, it out. You got to go to Walters, and once you get to Sonic, you take a left, and then you'll see some trees, right? So in those trees somewhere, you'll find a tree that is not real, and you got to knock on it. And when you knock on it, you'll notice it's got a metal door inside it. Then you got to knock all the, the fucking bark off. And but it's then a secret knock. It's a secret door. No, no, no. No, it's just so you can hear. Oh, uh, yeah. I got no. you. Then once you open the fucking door, you're on top of like a, you know, those like storage container, tractor trailer looking yeah. things. You're on top of one of those. You got to cut through it with a plasma cutter, dog. It's not like he just keeps that shit with a door. What the fuck? And then I'll just keep him busy for a while. And then what kind of crimes should I be committing in this process? Moving I don't away. know. Like, I should move some, some. You can be like, "Oh, I got tons of coke in the back," and then when they open your trunk, it's just actual coke and not cocaine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> new plan. Can you help me with this, please? <laughs> We're gonna go to like you can fill a trunk up with Coca Cola for like eighty bucks, right? Yeah. Okay, let's go spend like sixty to eighty dollars at Walmart on Coca Cola, and drive fucking crazy through Lot until we get pulled over. Have our mask on. I'm willing to pay the ticket, all that shit. And then go, uh, like, act real fucking nervous. Nervous, yeah. And then be like, <laughs> one of us just breaking, like, there's coke in the trunk. There's coke in the trunk. It's not mine. I had nothing to do with it. I was just long for the ride. I would fucking die. <laughs> okay, so can we do a test run with my buddy Casey? Because he's an actual cop that wouldn't fucking arrest me for fucking with him. <laughs> and just be like, okay, I need to test this. I need you to first off search my car to make sure nobody that had it before me, even though it was like a 90-year-old man, it was a one-owner car. But let's say hypothetically somebody left something in it that's illegal. I need to know before I fuck with the cops. (laughs) But it would be funny to just like just blow a red light like that isn't dangerous to go through. Like the one down here over by A&A Foods. Just or like, go like 65 down Rogers Lane while they're speed driving. Right, yeah. Just just get a regular ticket Yeah, that's like 100 bucks. And then you're just like sweating and twitching <laughs> and like. <laughs> Dash cam. How, like, what's the best way to film this? Like two iPhones on selfie mode like this? And just be like, you know, with all the Black Lives Matter and stuff, I just feel more comfortable this whole thing was recorded. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not confessing any, like act like a super libertarian. Be like, I'm not confessing any crimes. Am I being detained? 
am I being detained over and over? I'm like, sir, you are going 65 and a 50. I'm writing a simple ticket. I'm actually going to make it for 14 over to be fair to you. That way it doesn't go up too high. It doesn't fuck with your insurance. Um, I just need you to hand me your, your driver's license and um, proof of insurance, please. And you go, okay, okay. Well, anyway, um, so don't even worry about him. He's crazy, okay? He's crazy. He's not like – he's not uh, – whatever he says, don't listen to him. And then you just go, okay, there's, there's a shitload of coke in the trunk, man. There's a shitload of fucking coke in the trunk. And then – I'm not. I'm not gonna let him search the car. I'd be like, I'm not letting you search my car. You can fucking tow it. And they're like, Sir, if uh, if we have to get a dog out here, the dog's gonna smell it anyway. I'm like, so am I gonna get like a like a lighter sentence if I participate in whatever the fuck you're asking me to do? And they say, I mean, we'll we'll do our best. We'll put in a good word for you. I go, okay. You know what? Just pop the fucking trunk. Pop it. Fuck it. Fuck it. You know, just fuck it. All right. And they pop the trunk, and it's just. But you'd have to have like a camera in the trunk too to see their reaction. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Can we please do like? How do I do this with – okay, should I test it on Casey first and be like, hey, pretend you're pulling me over on your day off, like in your regular car? Are you guys like good friends? Like, I mean, I've known him since I was – Like if you called him and I, you said, hey, this guy's at my shop and I think he has a shitload of coke in his trunk. Would he come up here yes. and like search it? And then So no, what he would do if I called him and said, hey, there's a dude in my shop and he's telling me that he could trade white girl for tattoos – and he said he's on the way back from Mexico, and his car is sagging in the back. Like, it looks heavy <laughs> as fuck. He'd be like, okay, keep him there as long as you can. And then he'd call the proper guys because he's a regular patrolman. Yeah. And then he would meet them up here, but he would come in his regular car and be like, hey, what's up, man? And then he'd probably even act like a cokehead just to, like, help make the guy more comfortable. And then I'd he'd be like, hey – uh, what are you tattooing on this guy? Because I'm trying to get one next. And then, like, hang out, have an excuse to hang out for an hour or two. And then they'd put together a whole thing and actually cut. Like, it would be an elaborate thing. He wouldn't just come up here by himself. <laughs> so I might get him in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's... I like the <laughs> idea of... Um, okay, what about this? I have an extra car. <laughs> I don't want it to get impounded. <laughs> but if we had enough cameras, it'd be totally fucking worth it. So, um... And I got to, I gotta like, hit up an attorney and be like, hey, I'll trade a tattoo for advice. Come get tattooed for six hours. I need to talk to you. Make sure I'm not going to get in trouble for this. But uh, I could fill up my 89 with Coke and then, like, leave it at a gas station until they, until they start, like, looking at it and then call in an anonymous tip. Like, okay, I don't know. How long until it would be suspicious? Like, two days at a gas station would be enough there where they're like, dude, that car was here yesterday, right? I worked at a gas station. Two days wasn't enough for us. We didn't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't think gas station attendants give a fuck. I think it would have to be somewhere like... Like a tattoo shop. Yeah. Leave it at, like in front of one of the tattoo shops that I'm cool with. Like, leave it in front of Shine On <laughs> and just call it and be like, hey, there's a... So there was some kind of deal that went bad. <laughs> um, And I can't tell you how I know this. Like, call from a fucking pay phone if I can find one. <laughs> be like, I can't tell you how I know this. But there's an 89 Mercedes registered to an Andrew Patterson with a trunk completely filled to the brim with Coke. I'm not even playing, dog. It's completely filled up. And, like, take the shit out of the boxes and literally just have, like, cans <laughs> where they're, like, rolling out and shit. <laughs> and leave the key in the trunk and everything so it's just easy as fuck. They just got to, like, turn it and it opens up. I feel like if we weren't recording this, we could come up with a better version of it. Absolutely. Um, anyway, if you're listening to this in the near future, and I, I won't have had time to execute this, just send me a message on Instagram, AP Tattoo Art. Let me know. 
So let's move on, sir. Um, have we you got ever completely you... off topic there? I don't even remember what the original question. I was. asked you, is chasing money running from happiness? And we end up talking about cocaine because <laughs> we're chasing that money, son. Uh, why do people hate rich people? Like, why do people hate like Bill Gates, Jeff Bezos? I get why you would hate uh, certain rich people, like Mark Zuckerberg. I don't think is a bad dude. I think he's a dude that didn't fucking plan to be as rich as he is, and he's freaking the fuck out. I don't like Mark Zuckerberg. He always like puts me in Facebook jail. Oh, well, that's not him. That's bots and a person he hired. But uh, why do people hate, like, okay, examples would be Warren Buffett, Bill Clinton. Jeff uh, Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Bezos. Jeff Bezos, I don't, I mean. But everybody's like, oh, you know, he's a he's on track to be a trillionaire and nobody should have that much money. But if it's his business that he built from the ground up, why not? That's what I'm saying. Like he had a fucking banner that was like spray paint or markers some shit and one computer to start his business. Like, yeah. And like it was in his parents' garage. Right. And it almost failed and then turned into what it is today. Right. That is crazy. And I mean, I do think he's going to take over shipping. I think he's. I think once they get the drone thing dialed in, a few more fulfillment centers and a few more trucks, they're not even going to outsource shipping to the USPS. They're going to just do it themselves, Yeah. Um, which will make them even more money because they could not only ship their own shit, but they could have a parcel service. Like, like I could mail something through Amazon Mail, and if they're already running trucks all the time anyway and 90% of it is their own stuff, Yeah. then it would be cheaper for me. That's so pure I'm profit for them too. Right, like. yeah. So I have no problem with Jeff Bezos. I do think it's fucking hilarious that the lady that he was married to for a long time, like, is also a billionaire just off of, like, him fucking her friend. And he's like, hey, you know what? What's a few billion? It'll be fine. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to think, like, all you got to do is suck the right dick for 20 years and you could go. Yeah, like, Dr. Dre's wife, he was worth, like, $800 million and she got half of it. Holy shit. And, okay, how long had Dr. Dre – I mean, like, I think Jeff Bezos' wife was, like, with him from the get-go. Yeah. Dr. Dre, I feel like, went through a lot of hoes. I don't know. I, I wasn't definitely feel like he went through a lot of hoes. Hold on. Let's see. What was his wife's – I don't know. How long was Dr. Dre married before his divorce? I found this on the web. Oh, of course it's TMZ. Oh, his wife of 24 years. Nah, she gets half. It's cool. I would – like, my thing is, like, even if they have a prenup <laughs> – or even if they don't have a prenup, rather – if you married somebody that was already a millionaire, like already had, you know, 10 million, and then they do a, a deal like Beats or something and it really sets them over the top, I think it's fair to say you get half of everything they had when you met them or half of everything they earned after you met them, but you don't get half of everything. I don't know how – I would say a half of whatever after you met him would be fine. So let's say he was already at 10 million. He sells beats for a hundred million. He's got a hundred and ten million in the bank, like actual money. His house is paid off. His cars are all paid off, and he just buys shit with royalty checks. And his big deals go straight in the bank. I would say his wife that married him ten years before the beats thing should get half of everything after that, but not half of what he already had. Like it just seems weird that they take half. That being said, Bezos doesn't give a fuck. He's like still rich as fuck. Yeah, I've seen some shit like. I don't remember exactly the number, but it was like if you made $11,000 a day since Jesus Christ was born, you still wouldn't have as much money as yeah. Jeff Bezos. Yeah, no, that sounds about right. Um, Jeff Bezos basically, like people used to do the thing where they'd say, you know, if Bill Gates stopped to pick up a $100 bill, it wouldn't even be worth his time because he makes more than $100 and the time it takes to pick up a $100 bill. I'm like, yeah, but he would make it regardless of if he stopped to pick up the bill or not. He could fucking take a nap. Like yeah. his money's just flowing. That doesn't right. mean, That doesn't mean he wouldn't pick up the $100 bill. 
And like that was always the example people used. Now they're using Jeff Bezos like he could spend what I'll make in my life every week and I don't think it would change anything about how much money he dies with. Like I don't think it would affect it. That's crazy. Uh, that is crazy. It's weird. But the point is like I don't think he was – I think he started out like, man, I just don't want to work for somebody else. I got a really good idea. The internet's a thing. I'm going to start fucking selling books online. And yeah, it's not it what just, it started out as. It's yeah, just it's just a bookstore. Yeah. And the other thing that's really funny – I will say he has like what I would call evil business practices, but that's business. I don't know. I mean, um, but he's basically taken out almost every bookstore except for Barnes and Noble. And there's one other one that's like they also have a coffee shop and it's a big place. But for the most part, every brick and mortar, like actual store you go into to buy a book, almost all of them have gone out of business. And now he's opening actual bookstores where you can go in and buy a book. Jesus. <laughs> so it's like, you know what's not. I'm going to fulfill a market that doesn't exist anymore because I killed it, and I'm going to own those too. But, I mean, that's the same thing people do with social media shit. That's what Snapchat did. Like, Snapchat fucking made a thing and realized they could replace a lot of shit and sold it, and then it morphed into something else, and it's like, I don't know. That's business. But I'm just saying, I don't hate Mark Zuckerberg. I doubt he's an asshole. I think he's creepy. I don't. I don't think Jeff Bezos had any bad intentions. I think he's just trying to make the best business decisions and looking at like, hey, my shareholders come first. My employees come first. The greater good. Fuck it. uh, Let's go to Mars. Like him and Elon Musk are racing to Mars right now. It's fucking hilarious. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. He's got Elon Musk has got a lot of money, too. Yeah, Elon Musk is a big risk taker, though. He'll like (laughs) he pays himself in like stocks or something, doesn't he? Like, I don't know. I seen something. It was like he doesn't actually take a paycheck. It just whenever his business or whatever meets certain goals, he takes, like, he like gives himself shares. Yeah, that that's probably about right. I mean, that's like all the things like that that people go, oh, he doesn't even fucking pay himself. Like it's just a workaround for taxes. Yeah, like absolutely. like Jeff Bezos pays himself a lot, if I understand correctly. But that way, his business doesn't have to make any money, so his business doesn't pay taxes. Like his business has never profited to a point of paying taxes. I'm pretty sure Mark Zuckerberg takes like a dollar a year or something. He he says right. that he makes a dollar a year or something. Right, but Facebook. then he can like – so his house is probably owned by Facebook. He probably has a couple cars owned by Facebook. Vacations paid for by Facebook. Like so as the CEO of Facebook, his paycheck is low to keep profits yeah. high, but he still has access to all the fucking right. money. exactly. So it would be like if I took Avenue and I said instead of like – instead of running the way I do – and basically, like, I keep my money, the commissions go back into the shop, and when we have extra money to profit at the end of the month, it goes towards, you know, long-term savings for me and the business as a whole. I don't – it wouldn't make a difference if I said, okay, I don't take any money, but Avenue pays for my bills and pays for me to eat. Like, it's the yeah. same shit. I don't know. It's just where they put the money, but everybody likes to focus on that shit. I think it's because people don't understand how businesses work, though. Right. Anyway, next thing. How do you feel about your your boy Donald Trump? Somebody asked him about Ghislaine Maxwell, uh, Epstein's homie. Uh, and he basically said, you know, I, I don't know much about the situation, but I wish her well. And everybody either is ignoring the fact that she exists or supportive of her. Do you think that means that she has actual, like, really solid dirt on every single politician right now? Uh, that is a good question. I was actually like looking into all that a couple weeks ago, and it's crazy, like how 
silent Hollywood is about the whole thing. Like, yeah. nobody has spoke on it at all. Right, it's weird. And then, I don't know if you've seen, I don't know if it's true, but they say, like, Martha Stewart and Oprah are on house arrest, and <laughs> Tom Hanks is on house arrest, and I don't know if you looked at, like, Tom Hanks's Instagram, but, like, he posts some weird shit. Like, I, I haven't paid attention to all that, but I have heard that Oprah, Ellen, and that's uh, was, Martha Stewart. Ellen. No, I think Martha Stewart was also in that. We're all on house arrest. But the thing is, like, Okay, I will say it's weird that Oprah and Ellen are using green screens to do anything, but I could explain that with this. If they want to do something that looks like – okay, if they don't want it to look like they're in their house and they want privacy and they live in a place where you know there's like a huge vineyard behind them or whatever, it and doesn't really matter. Somebody from aerial footage could figure out where they live really easily yeah. and it would be a security issue. Right. So use a green screen for safety reasons. That makes sense to me because like yeah. usually if there was a security issue, they would bail and fucking get out of their house. Right. But people do want them dead for no fucking reason just because they're famous. I don't know if they're – I don't – I couldn't see Ellen or Oprah as a child molester. I could see Oprah as a fucking child molester's pimp though. Like a like, trafficker? Yeah. I could yeah. see – but I can't – I mean I don't – I don't think you can ever like look at the TV screen and read what kind of person you're dealing with. But uh, Absolutely. Ellen doesn't strike me as a fucking – pervy piece of shit but that's like, also like i seen a a picture and it had all the people that visited his island or whatever yeah. like will smith was on there and yeah like, people you like you'd never suspect yeah will smith doesn't seem creepy either um but so, his kids did turn out pretty crazy so maybe there's like are some real strange maybe there's some weird stuff going on there yeah or maybe they're just children of a celebrity and, and they like, want their actual parents to give them attention and their parents yeah. are too like like i'm gonna look at it from two sides uh if I was a child and my dad and my mom were both famous as fuck and everywhere we went, we had to have security and they were working, you know, fucking 75, 80 hours a week and their work meant flying away and not even talking to me at night, no yeah. FaceTime or whatever. I would literally like cut the side of my dick and post a video on Twitter of my dick bleeding just so my parents had to visit me in the hospital. Like just – like, that's what kids do. Like, if you don't give them enough attention, they fucking scream for attention. Yeah, So definitely. it could be that. But it also could be that everything in that whole circle is just people butt-fucking and orgies and weird shit. Well, I don't know. Well, it's like the Will Smith thing. Jada cheated on him with August Alsina or whatever. I don't know who August is. Let me look this up. I don't know who he is really either. I think he's a rapper, but he's like, he was Jaden Smith's friend. Like, it was her son's friend. Oh, and no. Yeah, they're like the same age. I think he's like 25 or something, and she was fucking... It was an entanglement. They had, they had an entanglement for a while. This guy? Yes. <laughs> okay. And it was, That's weird. It's like Jaden Smith's friend, and I haven't really seen like read much about it because I don't care. Right. But Well, that was one thing Like somebody I'm following on Instagram posted. <clears throat> First off, before I saw this, I saw probably 100 different things about like, man, no matter what you do... No matter how good of a man you are, even if you treat your woman as good as Will Smith treated his woman, there's all women are terrible. They're still going to cheat on you. I was like, okay, let's go over some things. First off, I would bet $1,000 every minute that Will Smith has fucked a lot of bitches since he got married. I would also say that their relationship on TV – with apparently they have a TV show where they talk about like their personal life or whatever – I'm guessing it's not 100%. Right. I'm guessing there's some shit that doesn't make it to the show. Right. You don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Right. Additionally speaking, one example of a woman cheating on a man is not a reason to say all women suck. Just like one example of a man cheating on a woman is not a reason to say all men suck. Right. Like, I don't understand why that's the fucking narrative. But somebody posted a thing where they said, you know what's really weird? 
There's people getting murdered by cops. The government's taking over everything. There's a coin shortage, and you're worried about Will Smith's fucking relationship. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's like, why? Like, why do people give a fuck? Like, I'm not saying it's not sad if they had a great relationship and then she fucked it up over a 25-year-old wiener. Right. But, you know, worse things have happened. Like, a lot of people probably, I mean, at least she's not trafficking children that we know of. Well, 25, he's pretty much a kid to her. What is she, like 50? Yeah, she's like 50-something. That's weird. Yeah. And I guess it started like he was he was in an emotionally bad place with getting famous and everything. And, like, they took him in and they were taking care of him and helping him get better. And then, like, all of a sudden they started fucking. Okay. Well, that makes it even creepier. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like, Cause at hey, first baby, she was we'll like, help you. Come in here. We'll show. It's okay to be a famous person. Yeah. At first she was like, you know, I guess it was Jaden Smith's friend or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, so he was like a son to me. And then. And then he was like, that dick is good, though. Yeah, she called it an entanglement. An entanglement. So so basically what happened is a shoulder to cry on is a dick to ride on. Absolutely. Is a true story. But this time it was a shoulder to cry on is a vagina to ride in. Yes. Or, you know, I don't know, maybe she pegs him. She took a man in more ways than one. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> so uh, that's weird. But, yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I feel like that kind of shit shouldn't matter to people. Like, I saw another thing on Instagram today. It was funny as fuck. It was like, imagine if we all ignored all celebrities for one day. Like, somebody posts something, they get, like, six likes. And that would be funny as fuck. That would be fucking hilarious. Let's bounce around a little more. I got more shit. Hold up. What did I? Uh, okay. So, in an article about you by my favorite journalist, Austin Worivaugh, you were quoted saying, and then I ate her shitter like an apple fritter. Uh, he left out a lot of details before that because he said it was too gr- gruesome or heinous, depending on which interview you're talking about. He said what you said before, and then I ate her shitter like an apple fritter, was a little too much to put in his article. How do you respond to that, and can you elaborate on what happened before you ate her shitter like an apple fritter? I, I have no idea what he's talking about. I mean, he was. You didn't know he's a journalist now? No. Yeah, so he's got uh, a fucking online blog thing. He's just busted out a newspaper thing, but on the internet machine. Is this a and, real thing? No, I'm just fucking okay. with you. I just wanted to see what you're saying. <laughs> okay. Like, like, I wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me. Like, I'd be I mean, like, he oh, does try cool. to hustle all the time. He's staying busy. Um, I think he's got another baby on the way. He does. He been fucking. You want to hear something funny? I had the inside scoop on that shit. Brandy told me, like, maybe a month after Austin told me, she goes, hey, uh, Austin and Shay are having another baby. And I was like, I know. <laughs> like, I didn't, like, I, like, before they posted it, he was like, hey, I can't tell anybody. But I think that live one went live, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, so you're saying your semen is as successful as mine? And he was like, this time. I wish I had a cool baby mama. Um, good luck. <clears throat> They're hard to find. like, she's crazy. Do you want me to get her switched out? Uh, Absolutely. Okay, so here's what we do. We contact the CIA, and we tell them we would be willing to tell them any information they would like on Jeff Epstein, Glenn Maxwell, and other things. And then when they say, we need proof that you actually know this shit, I'll be like, all right, Glenn Maxwell is a fucking perv. And they'll be like, damn, how'd you know? Yeah. And I'll be like, because my boy Trump told me. Anywho. And I know Jeff. Epstein didn't suicide himself, so... Dude, I still think he's alive. Everybody thinks I'm crazy. I'm telling okay, you, he's, he's got, alive. Like, I, that wouldn't be a crazy thing because he's got millions of dollars. Like, he could make himself disappear. No, I don't think he had a choice. I think the fucking... Like, they suicided him, and then they're like, 
yeah. got him somewhere. Yes, like the FBI said, dude, we got the best witness ever, but he's got more enemies than fucking anybody of all time, period. And he's got some powerful enemies, and we actually have lower budget than all of his enemies. So let's fucking suicide him, drag him out on a gurney, and let pictures be posted of him dead. That's the part that gets me. Like, I've never seen a picture of a dead celebrity body. I said this to Chris the other day, and he was like, no, dude. Like, there's fucking, you can Google search dead celebrity. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. But they posted a lot of pictures of him, like, looking dead-ish. Yeah. And to me, that just seems like too, like, they're they're overcorrecting you know what i mean like it yeah. seems like they're trying to explain it that's it, like the osama bin laden thing though like they killed him and then went and dumped him in the ocean and then there's like a picture circulating that was supposedly him but mm-hmm. like i don't think like it looked like him people made it look like him but who knows right right but i'm saying if you're epstein you could do one of two things he could just pay somebody and be like hey suicide me please or he could have been killed by who people think he was like the clintons or something or, and this seems more logical and less conspiratorial and less fun, I feel like he's a witness. They fucking made it look like an accident or made it look like a suicide or made it look suspicious, whatever, to keep us. The point is nobody's questioning whether or not he's dead. Everybody agrees he's dead. That means they did something right, which that's the reason I might be wrong because it involves the government and doing something right. But if I was in charge of that shit, I would definitely fucking make it look like he was dead lock him up somewhere and keep him semi-comfortable and get him to inform on everything until we have fucking every person he has dirt on. And if I'm right, we will never know. And if I'm wrong, we will also never know. <laughs> I feel like if the government was involved, I wouldn't... I don't know. I feel like the government could fake video, too, because, like, the cameras supposedly got cut off. Right. I don't know. Yeah, the government could actually show a video of him, like, yeah, they could do that. They could, like... You know, have the cameras working and have it like, hey, we we opted to cut it off right before he actually dropped off the fucking thing and leaned into it. But here's a video of him tying sheets around his neck yeah. or whatever. Um, or like, and it would have been more fun. Here's a video of his big celly that used to be a fucking corrupt cop 10 feet from him, intimidating him and making him cry like a little bitch and then butt fucking him and choking him to death. That's the other thing. Nobody mentioned whether or not he was sodomized, but if he got killed by another prisoner, like if that dude killed him, that dude would have fucked him first, unless he was paid a lot. Like he would have been like, you know what? Let me fuck this Epstein fella first. Also, nobody posted pictures of his egg-shaped penis. What's the deal with that? Apparently his penis looks like an egg. It's new information. I'm going to have to go Google that. (laughs) Have you not watched the documentary? No, not yet. It's fucked up. Don't watch it. Okay, so why did they mention that he had an egg shaped penis in the documentary though? Oh, like, okay. Was it a big No, it's a big deal. So what happened is uh the the police officer that was interviewing him trying to get him get information out of him went to a psychologist and said, Hey, I need you to profile this guy and tell me the worst thing, the most like whatever's gonna piss him off the most or make him the most angry or make him the most likely to confess, like <clears throat> all these different things. And he basically was like, well, if you could make him feel inept, like make him feel like shit about his uh, manliness, you know, his wiener or like maybe imply that he has ED or, you know, something like that. Like he can't get it up or his dick small or whatever. And then apparently they actually do have a lot of witnesses describing his penis as egg shaped. So that would be something you're self-conscious about. I really want to see an egg shaped penis now. (laughs) Google it. I bet it's out there. So while you work on egg shaped penis, uh, let me see. Okay, here's here's one. While you work on that, explain this to me. I need your help. I had a dream the other day that there was a baby alligator. This alligator was brown, 
which is not what alligators usually look like, but he was a baby alligator. Could have been a crocodile. I don't know. Bit the back of my hand and was stuck on the back of my hand. And I felt no pain, but I was very upset about this and I didn't want to hurt the gator. And I kept trying to get him off, not jerking him off. I was trying to like, you know, make him go like grab the side of his jaws and like open his mouth. And he wouldn't let go. And then I hit my weed pin and I blew weed in his face a couple good times. And then he just went, ah, and fell off. And then I woke up. What the fuck is that? Did you get stoned before you went to sleep? Of course. (laughs) (laughs) I think you just explained my whole dream to me. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, what you got with this egg-shaped penis? Um, I don't know if that's really an egg-shaped penis, but. What the fuck? That's not even a penis. What is that? It's a penis. That's not a penis. That's not what penises look like. I'll show you a penis. <laughs> like, for real, that's not what penises look like. Maybe that's why he was so self-conscious about it. Because he's got a brown bag for a penis? Yes. If y'all are listening, Google egg-shaped penis, and it's the second picture, and you're, <laughs> you'll know what we're talking about. It's terrible. See, this is where Joe Rogan wins because he has Jamie put it up on the screen and people watch that shit on YouTube. And I'm over here like audio only, bitches. Like I've had multiple people ask me why I don't do video. And I'm like, I can't even figure out audio. (laughs) You think I'm going to fucking have like six cameras in here and have somebody edit it. But um, that one million or one hundred million dollar podcast is uh, is ran by Joe Rogan, uh, Jamie Vernon. And two or maybe three video editors, I think it's, he said that's all they have. Like like five people total. Like he books his own shit. He just like talks to people on the phone and goes, yeah, that sounds interesting. All right, cool. Um, and it's really worth $100 million? Well, I mean, Spotify paid him more than $100 million for it. So Wow. Yeah. And they didn't pay him more than $100 million for the podcast. They don't own the podcast. They paid him $100 million to not publish it on places that are not Spotify. Like he just has a deal for five or more years getting paid more than $100 million to exclusively put it on Spotify and they're going to categorize his like you know there's little clips yeah they'll do the clips where the clips are really short and like let's say it's about health and fitness you could go through like you can you should be able to select health and fitness clips and it'll be everything will be like under 10 minutes and just like short stuff about you know health uh, or the fighting ones or the comedy ones or things about weed or things about DMT. So you can go into like subcategories and then you can still also just listen or watch the whole thing on Spotify. I didn't know Spotify was putting video on there until that happened. But I bought some Spotify stocks. <laughs> I'm ready. I need this shit to take off. Um, but Spotify is coming after YouTube, I think. I think that's kind of their goal. They've signed a bunch of other podcasts with exclusive stuff. They have a production company. Um, they own Anchor. The like So Spotify actually owns the company that sponsors this podcast that I publish this podcast through. And they still like their, you know, they'll publish it on every platform you can because they're smart and they know if people listen on Apple Podcasts and then eventually this turns into a $10 podcast, they offer me 11, I'll fucking take it, go exclusive on Spotify and then I got $11. Now nah, I'm saying $11 is a lot of money. Would you would you go exclusive on Spotify for $11? Yeah, I hope these bitches are listening right now. Shit, give me twelve. Fuck it, I'll negotiate. I'll be like, Rogan is worth a hundred million dollars. He's like more than a hundred million dollars. Well, his net worth. That's what they say. So the thing is, but he's got his hands in UFC. Yeah, he gets paid good for that, but I don't think he gets paid like the podcast. And then like, he never really had any big roles. I don't think like Fear Factor was a big thing, Mm kind of. And then there's another show he had. uh, News Radio. 
Yeah. Joe Rogan no, the man, everything. The Men Show. Oh, so okay, that, like, so yeah, he ago? replaced like Adam Carolla or somebody on the Man Show. Yeah. Um, and that was I never watched that, but that was kind of I think that's what got him in the state of mind where he thought a podcast would be cool. Yeah. And then he did it as like a hobby, but so the history of Joe Rogan as a fanboy, uh, news radio. He got. He's auditioned apparently for two roles ever, and he got them both. Uh, news radio. He was just like the handyman. He wasn't. It was a very small role. Like you would see him, you know, for two minutes an episode or ten minutes maybe, and he'd just come in and be like, "Dude, I've been watching this fucking video. It's crazy." Okay, bye. Like it was like nothing. It wasn't even real acting. It was just him showing up and saying a few lines. Yeah. Um. And then he he's been doing stand up comedy the whole time. He was uh. He went from that to he's done a few movies with Kevin James because they're friends, but he's like not it's not ever a big role. And then he did uh, Fear Factor, which in if you ask him to describe what that did for him, it gave him fuck you money. Uh, it was enough money that he didn't have to worry about money ever again, so he could actually just do what he wants. And that's when his career really took off. That's when he started smoking weed and doing podcasts. He was already smoking weed, uh, <laughs> but. He yeah, when he started doing the podcast, it was like a it was on like a streaming service, like a video only, like it was like a webcam, and him and Duncan Trussell a lot of times I think, or him and somebody else, it was him and another guy would just like answer questions online. It was kind of like how I did my live streams tattooing. It's like really basic, but back then, yeah, that was weird. And he said they started out like they a good a good episode would get like a thousand views, um, which I mean I can get a thousand views on Facebook. Just tattooing now, like a thousand's nothing now, but that was huge yeah. back then. And then it kept growing and kept growing and kept growing. But he wasn't making real money on it for years, and then it took off. And I think he hit a point in his career where he was like, "Oh, I have a responsibility now." Fuck. <laughs> but I think for a while it was really just him fucking off. But um, yeah, the UFC thing—I don't know really exactly how that came about. But he's like really good at taekwondo and. Uh, and jiu-jitsu, and he understands martial arts, so he's a good commentator. He's good at talking, um, and he got that job, and that pays decent, I'm guessing. And then he has all kinds of other shit. But, like, the podcast is, like, I would say 99% of his income. Like, stand-up comedy, he probably makes... We tried to do the math on what ticket sales were for one of the shows I went to that Joe Rogan did. Uh, so they sold 20,000 seats. Our tickets were, like, 180 bucks. We were sitting way the fuck up there. Yeah. So we'll just say 180,000. I mean, I'm sorry, 180 times 20,000. That's It's going to be more than that. Um, hold on. 180 times 20,000? That would be 3,600,000. So you know he's at least getting fucking 500,000 of that. I mean, yeah. I know there's a lot of shit that goes into it, but when you go to a concert, they have to pay a whole crew to haul out shit. Yeah, and then the I, venue, what they take. And, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to say the venue gets way more than half, but... I'm guessing he gets a good chunk of ticket sales or he has like a flat rate like it's, you know, 600,000, 500,000, something like that. It's a fuck ton of money though because they sold 20,000 fucking seats. Like the place was sold out. 20,000 seats is a lot of fucking seats. My ticket was about 180 bucks. There was, you know, there were tickets that are 2,000. Not including like I don't think they did like the backstage VIP type shit. But just to be on the floor up by there. I was like, who the fuck's paying two Gs? I would assume companies pay two Gs for their employees to, like, go, you know, if you're trying to hire somebody or 
you know, talk them into some kind of deal. You go, hey, I heard you're in a stand-up comedy. You want to go see Joe Rogan tonight? I got tickets. Uh, you know, front, it's no big deal. Like front row, he's going to accidentally spit on us. It's no big deal. And they go to it. But so that's a chunk of money. But he probably makes, you know, 90,000 minimum off YouTube per episode. And then in sponsorships, I would assume it's way more than that. And uh, he can do two or three a day. Like it's crazy. And I don't think he's doing it for money. And I think that's why he makes so much money. Like this, I'm doing this purely for money. Like I really need this 35 cents. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> let me try to get a real like estimate. Um, okay, thirty. No, I probably make a dollar fifty an episode. Like I probably really, you know, there. I'm getting it. You know what I mean? I'm getting stacking them papers, son. But I started this because I'm fucking goofy, and I realized. I was going down the wrong path with trying to not cuss and be professional and do tattoos. Yeah. So now I can just do the tattoos the way I do them. And then this is replacing my live streams because live streams promote the business and they promote me and shit. But I'm booked fucking three or four months. I don't give a fuck. I like, I mean, I know I need to still promote myself. So I do. I use Instagram and shit and I'll do a live stream every now and then. But that was like a means to make a living for a little while. Like I really sold the shop. And. I think I sh- I'll probably need to do it again later. Like, I don't think it's – but right now, this is more fun. I get to cuss. I don't have to worry about people going, oh, my God, he said that they were going to sell Plan B in front of scooters. Like, that is so not nice. Like, that's yeah. like – that's like, an abortion pill. Like, like Facebook Karens? Yeah. Oh, speaking of Facebook Karens, I have a, a an appointment coming up. The lady was super fucking cool and got a family member a gift card. But she didn't ask how much my minimum was. She didn't uh, – she got a gift card for the shop. She didn't go over details of what it would take to get the tattoo her her yeah. family member wanted. And she figured that you were going to do it like she wanted you to do it, and then it didn't meet your minimum, so she's well, I'm mad or what? Kind of, yeah. So let's say I'm not – like to protect the individuals, I'm going to say it's you and you got a tattoo for your – do you have a sister? Yes. Okay, you're getting a tattoo for your sister. So you go buy a gift card from Avenue Tattoo for, gift, for your sister, and – and you don't know how much the tattoo is going to cost. So you just get a gift card that you think is going to cover most of it. That's great. It doesn't have to cover the whole thing. Like if they were going to get a tattoo by me anyway, it's cool. The thing is she's upset that I own two shops. She's upset that the tattoo is going to take place at a different address than she bought the gift card from. She's upset that she can't – she being you. So Daniel can't control his sister's fucking tattoo. So that's upsetting. It's like if you bought the gift card so that you could dictate how the tattoo fits on your sister and where the tattoo goes on your sister. Your sister wants one on your arms or on her arm. You want it to go on her ribs. So you're mad at me for saying, no, I tattoo the person no matter how they're paying for it. I don't care who paid for the gift card. The gift card is like cash to me. So I'm tattooing the person. But it's to a point where like Anna, one of the most like nice, easy to deal with people ever is like ready to stab this motherfucker. The person getting the tattoo herself I don't even think knows what's happening. I think she's just like, yeah, I want the tattoo. I filled out the thing. I have a gift card. And she's cool with everything. She seems great. But she's got a family member, Daniel, being a fucking dickhead. Why you got to be a dickhead, Daniel? I don't know, but my aunt, I guess, talked to Anna for like two weeks trying to get a tattoo from you. And then she's like, no, she talked to Anna. Anna. Anna runs the Instagram. Anna runs the emails. Get it straight. Okay. Well, she talked to Anna. Mm-hmm. So... And then she hits me up. She's like, oh, can you, you know, because she's really suggesting that I go with Jason, I guess. And I'm like, well, he does good work. And, like, <laughs> just, 
She's like, well, you know, we really like the work Andrew does, and, you know, if you could just talk to him. I'm like, okay, we're not like, I don't got a pool like that. Like, <laughs> What did she want tattooed? Um, I'll show you what she ended up getting. She went well, to Old 81 in Duncan because you wouldn't tattoo her because you're a piece of shit. Oh, that's cool. So let's say hypothetically you looked at it objectively and you realized I have five people that work for me. I'm sorry, four. Four people that work for me that do tattoos, and I want all of them to be as successful as possible, and they're all really good. Right. I can only tattoo one to two people a day, and I tattoo four days a week. So if it's not something that I can't do excellent at, but somebody else can, if I send you to them, that's helping you, and that's helping the person that works for me. This is what he ended up getting. This isn't what he wanted, but that's what he ended up getting. Oh, yeah. Dude, Jason would have killed that. Yeah. Like, Jason would have made that cool as fuck. And Jason will draw it exactly how you want it. But it has color, so there's... No, they didn't want color. Like, he wanted it black and gray, and then... I don't remember exactly what she said, because <laughs> I didn't care, really. Was it and a minimum the, issue? Did they just have, have a budget, or... No, did, she, oh. wanted, she was willing to pay, like, whatever, and no. she's really wanted a tattoo. He really wanted a tattoo from you. and But, like, it was like... It's just not realistic. It's not my style. It's, you know, like... This also, what? anything with a Punisher skull, I, I kind of associate with people that like to shoot people a lot. And Black like, and gray, flag, 45th division, Punisher, doesn't have to have all the elements, just an original design along those lines. Forearm, 800 to to $1,000 willing to pay more depending on design. Okay, so I actually would have done that. I was probably just way, way fucking booked at the time, and yeah. Jason could kill it too. Um, but the thing is, like, if I don't turn down some... Then I tattoo 14 people three days a week, four days a week. Like, that's, that's a lot of people, and I can't do it. There's only 24 hours in a day. I like to tattoo less than half of them. I like to sleep. Uh, I like to sleep at night and then tattoo in the day for less than 12 hours. And I think that's an acceptable thing. Like, you remember how you used to tattoo, right? Yeah. I would be dead now if I kept doing that shit. That was fucking unhealthy as fuck. It was fun. But, like, from, like, I would get here at 11 and leave at, like, 3 in the morning. Like, that's yeah. not... There's times I've been here that late with you. Yeah, that's not sustainable. I mean, it's I still do it occasionally. Like, the other day I did a free one, um, which is – that's the other thing. People get mad at me for doing free ones. Like, the whole thing is if I make the amount of money that I need to make for today and I had my thing scheduled and then there's still time to kill, like, let's say I get done at 5. I'll hit somebody up and do something cool. Like, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm yeah. trying to do cool tattoos. I'm not here to fucking be a millionaire. That being said, if I wanted to be a millionaire – I would definitely book that at 6 p.m. and it would take me three hours and I would feel like I was overcharging. Like that's another thing. I don't if it's not like a cool detailed tattoo. I don't want to fucking take people's money for something that that somebody else could do just as well. Yeah. Like, but if I say that, people are like, "Oh, so you think like you know, you're uh, you're too good?" No, no. What I'm saying is, there's people that are absolutely better than me at some things and they work for me. Yeah. And if I think you'll get a better tattoo. If you get in sooner and get the same quality, if it, somebody else is going to have more fun with it, that's that's what owning a shop should be, in my opinion. Like, that's what owning two shops should definitely be. Like, I pass them off to – and I'm that being said, like, if you have an appointment with me, you're going to get me. Like, I'm not the guy that's like, oh, well, I, I, uh, yeah. I'm sick, so rather than reschedule it, you want me to have Sarah do it? Because, yeah, Sarah's tattoos are great, and it's going to turn out phenomenal, but it's not going to be what you asked me to do, most likely, because we do almost opposite styles. Yeah. Um, so, I don't. I don't know, man. I don't get the the gripe about all that shit. But what I do know is you can't please everybody, and if you focus on the work, that seems to be the best thing to do. Like, do what you think is best for the quality of work you can provide, 
and then do what you think is best for the people that work for you. Does that seem like a fair set of rules to follow? Yeah, it does. Yeah, like, like Ana gets paid pretty decent, I think. I feel like I pay her good just to keep me from having to fucking deal with feel bad. And Well, the thing is, I feel bad every time. Like, if I talk to somebody, like, she'll send me a thing once a week and be like, hey, this lady really wanted a tattoo by you, and I told her your minimum, and she said she's only got, like, $100. She just wanted, like, a, you know, a, her mom's name on her wrist, but she wanted you to do it. I'm like, man, if we could make a list that was effective that goes, hey, I'm done at five. You want to come get that $100 tattoo? I would do $100 tattoos every fucking day after I get done. But that's hard. to that's That requires more maintenance than I can make money off of, and it'll fuck up my whole life. Um, oh, I got a text from Egypt. He's over at the other shop. Uh, if you're not in the middle of a call or if you're not in the middle of a podcast, shoot me a call. If you're in the middle of a podcast, you could shoot me a call. I forgot my fucking machine. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, well, can we pause real quick? <laughs> oh. All right, we're back. Sorry. Uh, so my boy Egypt's working at the other shop today, and he drives from Oklahoma City to come tattoo here, and he forgot his tattoo machine, uh, which you might understand is vital to a tattoo. So when I took a look at my phone to go over talking points, I realized I need to get that motherfucker machine now. So we took a quick break, <laughs> talked about Daniel's rap career, so he said he wanted to spit some fire for you guys so you can check him out on SoundCloud. <clears throat> Go ahead. Do you need a beat? Um, I can get you a beat. I'm good. I can't rap. Hold on, I'll get you a beat. It's like a, like a little dicky thing. Okay. Can't rap in front of people. Oh. Uh, Have you watched that, Dave? Yeah, Dave. It's yeah. fucking great, dude. It is fucking he, uh, But he does rap in front of people. I don't remember him saying he can't. Well, it was like at, at first thing, like he didn't want to rap in front of people. And, then he's like, and like his girlfriend hadn't heard him rap. Yeah, until, and then yeah. he's like, I've never done a live performance. And then he has to like perform at a funeral. Oh, that's right. That's right. And like they were like, he, my son loves your music. And he's like, does your son know? Your son's like 10 and did, does he know what I rap about? <laughs> I ate her ass. She came. All right. So you can't rap at all? No, I have no rhythm. Okay, and you don't have to have rhythm to rap. Like, let me give you a topic and just let you spit. Like, everybody's talking about money, drugs, bitches, hoes, cars, clothes, wieners, whatever. So I want you to just rap about tattoos. <laughs> Please. Let's hear you rap about tattoos. All right. Uh Hold up. Give me a beat. Give me a beat. Because not very many people know about um, your alter ego. Oh, yeah. Not, we're not going to put the name out there yet. We don't want people to know. Like, Because you got to have eight side hustles and separate yourself from your side hustles. You can't have your side hustles be hustling you. You know what I'm saying, fam? Shit. You got a beat for me? Yeah, for the It load. needs to be fire. We're going to Google fire. I mean, we're going to YouTube fire beats. Fire beats. YouTube fire beats. We're going to probably get like... I'll probably lose my dollar fifty in commercials. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, actually, I don't think that's really how it works on podcasts. I think they don't care as long as you're not obviously infringing upon somebody's copyright. Yeah, but where YouTube, they give a fuck all day. We're we're waiting for the beat, so I'll just uh, go ahead and discuss my history as a rapper. Um, when I was a wee lad, I first realized I wanted to impress the bitches and stack mad cheddar, yo. Dude, speaking of stack of match header, you ever go to make a bank deposit and you want to take a picture of it, but you realize that's going to look like you're a douche? Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's like 40 bucks, if it's all ones, 
I'll put a 20 on top of well, it. Well, I've done know? that, like, back when I was, like, 17. Oh, did you really? I was just joking. I had, like, a stack of ones, and there's like, a 20 on top, and I was, like, put it up to my thing, like, talking to my homies or whatever, like, I Oh, I my God. Know. Let me find a picture for you. But, uh, so find me that beat. You said I'm rapping about tattoos? Yeah. I think I can handle it. Um... I, it helps that I have time to kind of prepare. So, do you think guys like Little Dicky have like stuff that you need Wi-Fi? Yeah, apparently uh, one, it's not one, working anymore. One one two six tattoo. So it's one one two six tattoo. I knew that. Yeah, I think but you told do, me that. do you think guys like Little Dicky come in with like little tags they're gonna throw into it? Like, okay, did you see the thing where he was like, "I got you flowers," like part of his rap, and he had a prop. And same thing with a jump drive. Like, I feel like in that case, he's ready for it. And it's almost pre-written. I don't think it's all actually busting a flow. Nah, I mean. Okay, we got Fire Beat Trap Instrumental 2019 free. 1.1 million views. Let's do it. Turn it up. I just wanted to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Should have did like the little Wayne thing with the lighter. I can't hear my metronome. I can't hear my net. Oh, oh, oh. Dip it, then rip it. I put it in your skin. I got that dynamic black and you know it's going in. I got three layers, maybe four. I put the back team on cause I numb it. I don't want you to feel like a dirty whore. I clean it, I clean it. I use the alcohol, but I don't use it once I rip the skin at all. I use it before to sanitize the surface. And then I use it after, you know, it's worth it. My rates are high, but that's okay. My speed is up, but that's okay too. My blends are smooth, it's butter as fuck. I put the butter on it and I don't give a motherfuck. Put a tattoo in you with a lady face on. I don't really care if that's what you want. <laughs> that was actually pretty good. Holy shit. I, that last part I'm actually proud of. I was fucking around. Let's do another one. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't bad. I'm <laughs> that not even going to if I get a record deal off this, I'll give you half. <laughs> and that's in recording. If I get a record deal off this, I give Daniel Martin half. You listening? Who 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 gives record deals? This sounds like trash. Oh, it does. Sounds like Newfound Glory as a rapper. No, 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 no. No, get some mustard beats or something. I need some mustard on that beat. Oh, mustard beats. Mustard's good. Oh, boy. So are we allowed to sample music like that? Like, can I sell that? I'm sure you can. Like, it's on YouTube. It says free. Okay. Anyway, check this out. That was me, Lewis. She was a baby. It's like, hold up. Yeah, with a baby. She's a baby. All right, here we go. Here comes that beat. Do I really look at mustard beats? Yeah, no, what, what you had was good. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. But mustard is, you know that when they say mustard on a beat, that's mustard on that beat. He says mustard. Oh, shit. Mm. Oh, I wish you could see me here dancing, warming up. Is it still about tattoos or we got to rap about something else? Rap about whatever you want. Rapping about business, son. Oh, I got an LLC. Oh, shit. Soul proprietorship, too. Oh, shit. About to get that tax ID. Oh shit! I'm gonna rap on three, two, one. Oh, I don't know this beat yet. This is too slow. I gotta get to the point where it's like. Okay, we'll try another. But no, I was doing good with the. I got it all hyped up. It just needs to speed up. Is it? Okay. Okay. 
go to LegalZoom.com, get an LLC. Then open a business just like me. If somebody wants to sue you, that's okay. Because you fold twice and you keep it all day. Get good insurance and pay your rent on time. Always pay your bills and don't run out of shit. Keep your tattoo machine in your backpack, yo. That way when you get the lot and you have it. Shout out to my boy Egypt. Sometimes he forgets. Rolls nine blunts a day and loves to play with tits. He fucks bitches in the butt. He doesn't give a fuck. He'll hit it doggy style or froggy style or what. He uses industrial ink and an inkjet up. He cranks it up to 12 because that's what you got to do. Ooh, this one's very... This is not good. That's not good. All right. I need... It's it's all about the beat, son. Okay, yeah, it's your no. turn now since I rapped you rap. I can't rap, bro. Okay, you I have no rap. flow whatsoever. What the fuck? I just did it twice just to impress you. I can't. All right. You, I'm impressed. Can I, I can rap. I rap about Daniel Martin, the yes. OG? Okay. Okay, let's... Um... Here, I'll get you a beat. You you talk about your life real quick so I can get some some uh, material for this. I'll find a beat. You talk about your life. Okay. YouTube. Ask me another question. Give me a topic to talk about. Okay. Have you actually eaten ass yet? I've never eaten ass. I think we talked about this last time, maybe. But, it, but, but that was months time. ago. Months yes. ago. Okay, there was one time, like, I talked about eating ass with this girl, and, like, she was so into it. She's like, oh, yeah, I love that. So, like, I'm fucking her, mm-hmm. and then... Like I look down and I make eye contact with her butthole, and like my tongue was out, like I'm like going, like I'm trying to lick a nine volt battery, and I just couldn't bring myself to do it. That's okay. Here's my phone. Oh, oh, that's the sound Daniel make when he come. Sometimes he's looking at that bum. The brown eye looks at him. He looks at it too. He's thinking about that nine volt like, bitch, I shouldn't do what I'm about to do. But he licks that ass. He doesn't give a fuck. His tongue's going fast. La, 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 la on the asshole now. He likes to lick the asshole and make that sound. Sometimes he kisses it. Sometimes he licks it. Sometimes he puts his dick in it, dips it. Sometimes he gets some Copenhagen from his homie on the pipeline, puts it in the butthole like a fine wine, lets it age, leaves it in there for a week or two with a butt plug. Then he gets a caffeine buzz when he's going down on the butt hug. What's a butt hug? I don't even know. I'm turning into little dicky today, motherfucking hoe. Anyway, Daniel Martin, he's my boy. He goes around the town, fucking bitches like a big free toy. You don't have to pay. He's never going to be gay, but he might fuck buttholes more than the pussy one day. Oh, buttholes. $20 is $20. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. Daniel, don't give no fucks. He's eating ass. Eating toes. Eating necks. Eating hoes. He's making money on the pipeline so he can lay the pipe fine. He likes to get the bitches cheap wine from Stripes. I used to sell, what was that shit? Boone's Farm. I used to sell Boone's Farm to Daniel back in the day at the Stripes so he could get the girls drunk and fuck them all night. He was getting drunk too. Don't worry, it's all consensual. But anyway, that's all. I don't See, I'm not a good rapper. I, this is the most practice I've ever had, but I gotta try harder. This is what you need to do. I need you to rap right now. I can't rap, Please. bro. I'll rap again if you rap. Okay, how fine. about this? Like, I'll go home and I will practice for the next couple weeks, and then when you get back from vacation, I'll come drop a fire. Okay, that's not cool. I need you to rap, like, re- okay, hold on. I'm finding more beats. Are you looking to buy a so, new or used like, car? What, what would get you to rap now? I don't have patience like that. I can't. Well, I'll forget about this day. 
Okay, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. When I used to smoke a lot of weed in high school, I mm-hmm. used to think I was a rapper. Okay. <laughs> so let me smoke some weed, see if that helps. Hit the vape pen once. Hit the vape pen twice. I'd get stoned to be like, okay. And I probably totally sucked. You probably did. I clearly do, too. I just tried to. I, I mean, it, it the, was kind of fire. I'm not the butthole with the fine wine. I thought that was good. I also was very proud of the uh, the part where I stopped and said that was actually pretty good. The first time at the end, that was good. But that's two lucky shots. Let's see if I can get another one. Give me a topic, though. I feel like I need something to, like, go off on. I don't know how it works at a rap battle. Okay. Brandy's going to love this one. She's going to walk in and get Egypt's machine in, like, two minutes, and I'm going to be like, and there Daniel was looking at the brown eye. He was going to go down like a fine guy. But he knows that he's got to do what he's got to do because these bitches ain't going to fuck if you don't fuck them too. See? That's that's not bad. Rap about. Mm-hmm. What did you cover first? Tattoos? Tattoos. Daniel Martin. Business. I said get an LLC at a sole proprietorship. That doesn't even make any sense. So if you have an LLC, why would you need a sole proprietorship? Like you got an LLC. We would just use that. Nobody knows what it means. It's provocative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to provoke these motherfuckers. Go to your CPA. Tell them I made $300 today, but it cost me two, so I only profit one. Son, oh, then you get a bun. Put it in your head. Then you look like you can walk on a tightrope or have a kayak or be named Jed. Rap about weed. Okay. And all the wonders that weed marijuana has done for you. Okay. Okay, okay. Here goes the beat. Oh, oh, oh. Is he going to get into some shit in a second? Oh. So I'm supposed to rap about weed? Yeah. Okay. Cannabis? Cannabis. Dankity, dankity, dankity. marijuana. Medical marijuana. Legalized in Oklahoma about a two years ago. Was it 2018? I don't know because I've been high ever since. Don't give a fuck. I'm higher than a prince. And I don't mean Andrew. He's out on the island fucking around. I'm Prince Patterson. It's totally different. Oh. Oh, I like vape pens, cartridges, and I like edibles. I grow weed in my garage, and it's incredible. <laughs> the shit smells like Skittles. Don't give a fuck. I got three or four strains going at once. Limit of 24 plants to the household because I got a wife, and she's got the car, too. They let you get six in the veg and six in the flower. But if you double that, you got 24 total. I like to yodel, oh lady hoo hoo. I don't give a fuck yo, cause I'm high as shit every day, eh? Actually, that's not true. I only smoke weed about six days a week. Sometimes I take a break and I like to go squeak squeak while I fuck. <laughs> don't worry, there's more. This is taking too long. Hold on. It's supposed to go back up with a bump bump. There it goes. Roll a blunt. Then you get a little freaky. You might lick the cunt. You might miss. Accidentally hit the asshole like Daniel Martin wants to. He's always looking at it. He's always thinking about it. All he wants to do is lick that booty hole, but he can't because he might have shit on it. Because he is in Martin. And girls don't like. Get a bidet so you can eat ass all day. Hey, this beat has too many like long breaks. Let's get something that's a little more aggressive. I need an aggressive, son. Let me get an aggressive beat. How do you find aggressive beats on the internet? Type in aggressive beat. Aggressive beat. Hold on. Aggressive beat. Hmm. This is hard. This dude. Anybody out there that thinks rapping's easy? This is a fucking. I've been rapping for about seven minutes now. This is not easy. This is a difficult fucking. 
career path I'm taking right now. All right. Oh, is that a piano? I love pianos. I love weed. Oh, shit, that is a piano. I do love pianos. I think they call it a keyboard in the rap game. Hey, fuck you. It's a piano with a mic on it. It's an electronic piano. You can call it a keyboard, a piano, fucking shit. It might have, it might be an organ. You know what's better than uh, roses on a piano? Two lips on my organ. Suck my dick, bitch. Two lips on an organ. I like pianos. I like the keys. And I don't mean cocaine. I don't fuck with that. I just fuck with the weeds. Throw it in my garage again. 24 plants again. I ran out of content again. I'm not a very good rapper. That's why I tattoo. My dick's average, maybe above. Like little Dicky said, who gives a fuck if you got a long dick? I got the rhymes, boo. He didn't actually say that, but it sounds like something he would. He's a Jewish rapper and he's not from the hood. Nor am I. I'm from Terrace Hills, bitch. Represent the West Side a lot and upper middle class. My West dad was a stockbroker since I was like seven. I named my dog Seven. I like to eat hot dogs from 7-Eleven. That's not true. I'm actually a vegetarian. I've been since I was 17, but that's okay. You don't have to eat meat every day. Unless you're Daniel Martin. Then you got to fuel it up so you can eat that ass. I'm not good at this, man. Give me another. Let's try another subject again. I think it's, I think what I need to have a, a subject to focus on for the raps to be. Okay. If it's not fire, but it's not terrible, what would you call it? Like everybody hypes themselves up so much. Like there's what, no in between. Like it, it's either it's, it's, your first or your last. It's flat. Well, if you ain't first, you're last. I've heard that, but uh, Ricky Bobby said that his dad was high when he said that. So I, in an interview recently, I had with Ricky Bobby, what he said was, "My dad was high when he said that," and what he meant was, "You you should aim for first, but you could be second, third, hell, even fourth. That's what that's a quote from Ricky Bobby's dad. Ricky Bobby's dad also, fun fact plays a ballistics expert on the show The Good Wife that I've been watching with my wife. That's it. Hold on. Bouncy? Intermenstrual? Intermen in Instrumental? <laughs> <laughs> Intermenstrual? That means they're in the middle of a period? <laughs> Why is there commercials? Can I pay to not have those? I don't think you can on YouTube. Turn on know. notifications. Oh, shit. Okay, give me a subject first. Pause it and then tell me what I'm um, going I don't know. Because I've already wrapped about sexual intercourse. Yes. I've rapped about weed, so you've done sex, drugs, sex, drugs. What about alcohol and money? Because you did business, LLCs, kinda. yeah. Okay. And tattooing. Okay. Travel. That's not. Th what do rappers rap about? Sex, drugs, guns, money. Okay, guns. I like guns, but it's hard to just rap about that. Yeah. I need one thing to focus on. This is hard. Is this still a podcast or is this just a recording session at this point? <laughs> All right. If I do one more, will you rap? Please. I can't do it, bro. Please. I, don't, I can't rap. Please. Okay. When's the next time you're getting drug tested? I don't know. Whenever I go find another job. Oh, you don't have a job right now? No. Can you smoke weed? No. Shit. Because they right. could call me tomorrow and be like, come back to work. But... Okay. Gotcha. 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 Um, I need you to rap. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm going to force <laughs> this upon you. I can't rap, bro. I'm trying to inspire you. Like, I you. literally cannot Okay, hold on. Whatsoever. Play it. I got it. The subject is Daniel can't rap. <laughs> this is going to hurt. This is going to hurt, buddy. That's fine. Okay. It's too slow. I don't... I can't... That's... Whoa, my... Oh. It detected feedback. Monitor on. It's fine. Oh. Oh, there we go. Okay. So, pick a different beat real quick. So I'm trying to think of things I could rap about about you not rapping. 
and, and why you should to inspire your rap career. But I think it, I'm going to have to hurt you to do this. It's going to be – this is going to hurt me as much as it's going to hurt <laughs> you. But this is considered a diss track, I believe. If you were to ask the great Marshall Mathers. That's fine. Would Robin, he call it a diss track? That would definitely be a diss track. All right. <sighs> this one looks cool. It has 4.5 million views. Okay, that's a lot of views. And this has ads. Hold on. Okay. We're taking a brief intermission. Well, yeah, but you can mute it for the ads, man. You got an iPhone, too. You know how it works. Should I rap like this where it's all, like, static? <laughs> oh, shit. That's my, that's my shit right there. That's my shit right there. Let me get that vape pen. That's my shit right there. Hold up. Hold up. It's going to drop. Mm. You should narrate this. Wait, pull that back a little. That's too cool. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did my mic die again? No, my mic's here. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, so the reason you need to rap is you don't have a fucking job. You're unemployed <laughs> as fuck and you're just sucking on the knob. Googling penises all day because you like to eat eggs in bed. You're trying to have them scribbles and the scrabbles and getting some head. you doing crossword puzzles all day and sucking dick because you're gay. You don't give a fuck what everybody say. You're on Facebook trying to get attention, but it doesn't work anymore because you're in Facebook jail and you think Mark Zuckerberg's a whore. Running for president? Why not? Don't give a fuck. I'll vote for you, Trump, and Kanye all at the same time. Actually, hold up. Politics. Politics. Let's, let's switch the beat. Hold on. Let's get a new beat. I'm going to rap about politics. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody actually listens to this all the way through, they're going to be like, what in the fuck is he smoking? <laughs> That's why I like podcasts, because it doesn't matter. Like, somebody will enjoy this. That's what's yeah. fucked up is somebody's going to actually like this. Somebody that, like Eddie, who gets super high. <laughs> yes, they'll be high as fuck. I'm not even that high. Okay, my mic's still on. Okay, uh, what was I going to rap about? Politics. Oh. So I was told, you should vote for the lesser of two evils, but that doesn't sound real good. It's like voting for the Beatles to run a country. They're all about free love and shit, and that would be great. But they don't have political experience, but they do know how to masturbate. Just like Donald Trump, he might fuck kids we don't know. He definitely wants to fuck his daughter. I don't think she's a hoe. It's probably not her fault that he thinks she's hot. He's really into himself, and she's half him, so why not? Anyway, you got an option of Joe Biden. He's old as fuck. He keeps forgetting what he's doing. He's in a basement like, what? And you got an option of Donald Trump on the other side. He probably is a racist, but I'm not for sure. I know he doesn't like black people, Asians, or Mexican people at all, but he loves the food they make, and he likes to eat all day. He also loves McDonald's. Hey, that was terrible. That was fucking horrible. It wasn't that bad. That was horrible. It wasn't that bad. All right, so when I'm president of the United States, I'm going to tell everybody it's a mandate that you masturbate. You got to wake up every day and bust that nut, smoke a little weed, and get in them guts. Donate half your money to your friends if you want, but you don't need to pay taxes over 40%. That seems fucking stupid to me, and I said what I meant. Your boy Mark Zuckerberg pays no taxes at all, and that's why he's able to ball to the trillions, y'all. Oh, I got to do that running thing that little Ricky does? Oh, oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right, let's actually have a podcast now. Stop rapping. Okay, so I'll go ahead and publish on this, like, be like, hey, at an hour and 24 minutes, I stopped rapping. You can start listening again. Patterson 2024, y'all. Pa- okay, vote. let's do it. Let's talk about if you were president, what would, like, I know you're going to make some jokes, and I'm going to too, but have some actual sincerity in every joke we make. 2020, they go, hey, Daniel. 
If there was a write-in vote, I'm sorry, but you have to be president. What's the first thing you do for real? Um, I don't really know the first thing I'd do, but, you know, like, as far as, like, vets being homeless and shit and people being hungry and they're like, oh, well, we don't have the money for that. But then, like, this fucking crony shit happens and all of a sudden they pull money out of their mm-hmm. ass to give everybody $1,200. Well, I will say what they did is they, they didn't pull money out of their ass. They printed money that will later on be paid back by our taxes and also is going to deflate the, the U.S. dollar by such a large amount it's going to wreck our economy almost for sure. So there's a... There wasn't actually money there. That's people keep saying, like, where was the money? There's not actually money. They printed new money, which is a fucking terrible thing to do. If you look at, like, historically, it's the worst thing they can do. Um, That being said, if they were going to do it, they might as well have done it for the vets, like, before all this happened. So that's that's a good point. What what else you got? Um, I would definitely legalize weed federally. Like, the minute I'm in the White House. Yeah, because if it was legal federally, federally... Did I say that right? Yeah, federally. Okay. Yeah. I would definitely smoke weed. And if I was the president, I think it'd be badass to just blow down in the White House. <laughs> I would be the first president to openly smoke weed in the White House. I'd be like, all right, bring Fox News here. I want them to see something. <clears throat> Hot box the Oval Office. <laughs> just be like, hey, are you guys high yet? Oh, no, hold on. Can you guys bring in the leaf blower? Uh, yeah. That would, oh, shit. Okay. So legalize weed. More funding for... For vets, disabled or not, just if you fought for our country, period, or been in the army, period, or worked for the country, period, if you had a job where we're supposed to take care of you and we're not taking care of you, find out. It's probably not even financial. It's probably like mental health needs. Mental and health, shit. definitely. Figure out which that would cost money, but like figure out how to solve those problems immediately. I like that. What else? Um, I don't know. I've never really sat down and thought about it. And there's, like, some crazy shit you could do as president, too. Like, oh, yeah. I would probably uh, I would probably work on something with healthcare where it's not, like... Yeah, definitely. It's not It's not illegal to profit from it. I wouldn't want to de-incentivize people doing a great job at it. But I would probably put, like, some kind of thing in there where there's, you know, uh, government-funded healthcare that basically just takes care of the basic needs of everybody no matter what their income. So if you opt to just have regular health care and then you have, like, let's say you have a serious injury but you don't have health insurance and you, you don't want your knee to be fucked up so you don't go to the government guy that's, like, pretty good at surgery. You pay 20 Gs, you take a loan, and you get your knee fucking fixed. And make it feasible, like 20 Gs, not fucking $368 million to fucking, I mean, yeah. some people's medical bills, they'll go to the ER, it'll be, like, 80 grand. You're like, how the fuck is 80 grand of work done by eight people in an hour and a half at the ER? That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, that's like a... My buddy, I don't know if you know Ryan Kelly, he name. he was working on a tire. Like, he used to do tires, work for a tire shop. Mm-hmm. He, he was in Colorado and was changing a tractor tire, blew up in his face, like, fucked his eye up. He couldn't see out his eye. They medified him, like, 15 minutes to hospital because he's, like, in the middle of a cornfield. Yeah. And it costs, like, $90,000. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, uh, <sighs> just a ambulance ride alone, like, two-minute ambulance ride is, like, $500 yeah, Mila's Mila's uh, amulet or uh, helicopter ride from Lawton to Oklahoma City, I think, was eighty-five. So, um, and that was that's not that's not cheap. Yeah, <laughs> like I understand the helicopter costs money, and and I understand you got to pay but the pilots and shit. It just seems crazy. That is crazy because I paid twenty dollars when I was in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and took a helicopter tour of the beach. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> like you can. I mean, I think those are usually eighty dollars. You were in Myrtle Beach, and it just worked out. But, it might have been forty dollars. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just saying, like, 
clearly they can take a helicopter up and around in a loop for yeah. 20 bucks or they want to charge you 20 bucks for it. Right. So, or maybe it's like per load, but let's say for sure it does not cost them over $500 to to lift it up and and land it. Like just to go up, go in a circle and come down. So even with fuel costs and everything, to go to Oklahoma City, I'm guessing their actual costs, including pay employees and shit, is probably it probably is a lot. It's probably like three or four grand. But but it's not ninety. It's not yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, a tattoo doesn't cost me ninety thousand either. You're paying me for my services. But right. I'm saying but like still like ten would be reasonable. So maybe come up with a way to put caps on healthcare things. Yeah. With the exception of if you want to work outside of the scope of insurance. People can pay additional to have your great fucking over-the-top competitive services where you're the best brain surgeon, you're the best heart surgeon, you're the best fucking orthopedic surgeon in the world. People will fucking go to you, and you can still charge that. But if you're going through insurance, there's a cap of what insurance can charge, there's a cap of what insurance can pay, and there's a cap of what you can charge insurance as a healthcare provider. Like, like cap yeah. everything. I mean, and that's kind of like with what you do because, you know, like 100 bucks, like, Say like a hundred bucks an hour or whatever for a tattoo. That's reasonable. Eighty dollars to a hundred dollars is reasonable anywhere. Right. Where if they want somebody really good, they're going to pay a lot more. Right. Like there's, I know guys that make three fifty an hour. Yeah. Um, three hundred and fifty dollars an hour. If you said, is that necessary to? No, but he wants to fucking have an Audi, and he's better than the other guy, and people will pay it. So yeah. let him fucking charge it. And that's where you go. My tattoo insurance isn't going to pay that though. Right. I got to be rich to do that. Like to get that tattoo, you just got to pay out the ass, and that's okay. Like, I'm not saying stifle people for being above and beyond and go great. I just think it would be smart to cap some things for insurance and for things that cost regular people. Like, okay, if you work at Goodyear, I don't know if people are aware of this, but the only reason that they think Goodyear is a good job is because it comes with good benefits. Like, the money they actually pay you is not that great for the amount of work you're doing. It's, no. It's a very difficult Goodyear job. Goodyear sucks. Goodyear's a fucking horrible place to work, but it's the best job in town that's a job job. Yeah, and everybody thinks it's so good because they get paid like 20 some right. dollars an hour. And I would also do something with college. I would do something to, like, encourage people to... Go to college? Well, maybe not to just go to... I would maybe, maybe do a thing where it's like, okay, if you want to go to college, you... You can pay, again, whatever you want for it, but we'll have state colleges that are absolutely free. And the only way to stay in them is prove that you're actually doing your best and, like, put an effort in. And if yeah. you can flunk out of them, we're not going to let people half-ass it. If you're not attending classes and you're just like, oh, I'm here because, uh, you know, I like to pick up checks, you have to attend 95% of your classes. Where right now you go to college, like, I know people that they go to college, their parents pay for it. They don't show up to class, but they pass. Every, they go in when there's a test. Everything is online, like the yeah. schedule, and they just study on their own. They don't even go to class at all. They just go on the days they have to to pass tests. And yeah, if that's what it takes to pass, that's cool. But make online colleges like subsidized in a way where it's like the online college can still profit, the Cameron University can still profit, but have a free online college where you can study whatever the fuck you want. All information is pretty much free now anyway, yeah. but it's just not structured. Right. But encourage people to go, okay, what do you want to do before you start college? Like, do you know what you want to do? Okay, then we're going to send you to a school that's six months long that lets you do what Mike Rowe did on the show Dirty Jobs. You just try jobs. like yeah. it's and, and then that person works for free rather than getting paid. It's like going to school. You go, okay – I need a free worker to help me at the tattoo shop just cleaning so they can learn what tattooing's like. The barber shop needs a guy to sweep the floors. So that person's going to go from here to the barber shop, to the dispensary, to the hospital, to a brokerage firm, to a bank, and see if they actually do need to go to college. And if they don't, within that six-month period, they've had a ton of life experience, and we've paid for all their bills and shit temporarily, like part of it, like instead of paying for your college, we go, okay, you guys give us $4 an hour for this guy. 
and we're going to put it into a pool and then we'll have like a housing thing that's government owned that like they can stay in like a room share apartment complex type bullshit where it's like there's a kitchen for every four bedrooms or something Kind of like dorms if you're in college yeah yeah exactly but make it the college of life like yeah. that would work yeah definitely so that's andrew for president 2020 2024 i actually won't be old enough in 2024 i gotta wait till 2028 2034 i say 2028 we run you're you run uh as my vice president and we do kind of a Joe Exotic thing. We go, uh, I think he's done cocaine. I smoke a lot of weed. I talk about eating ass a lot. I sell some really offensive shit on my podcast. So has Daniel. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He he probably won't lick an asshole ever. But if he does, we'll video I'm it. I'm probably going to end up doing it. Like, You're going to do it. You're going to do it. Just to satisfy my curiosity. I think everybody has to try it. I think like, because little like back to the Dave show, Little Dicky did it. Mm-hmm. Changed his life. Yeah. He's like, blah, 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 blah. even if his roommate opened the garage on him while he's about to do it, dude, that was the best fucking scene in that whole. I was so fucking. Well, actually, it wasn't the best. It was just I was high as fuck and I died laughing. Like, I'm going to rewatch that show. So what I did is I would watch that while Brandy was asleep because it's like goofy. She's not into that kind of shit. I think I'm going to be like, OK, how about we put the kids to bed at nine and we sit down on the beanbags <laughs> after smoking an excessive amount of weed and we turn our phones off and we watch one episode of Dave. That's going to be the episode. And he's going to be like milking and all that shit. And she's going to be like, what's Yeah, milking? she like gets him a milking table. And then it was like, so sweet of her. He's like, I'm so fucking turned on right now. Get up there. Take your pants off. I'm about to milk you right now. <laughs> and then like he like inches <laughs> away from licking her ass and his fucking roommate. So first off, I need to cut a clip out of this of me rapping and put it on Instagram as a sample. <laughs> uh, second, we talked about this yesterday. So we're going to be one week apart talking about Dave twice. <laughs> Third, I do think that if that's close to his real life, that he's a very interesting person. Absolutely. I, I think he seems cool as fuck. I think he'd be cool as fuck to hang out with. Yeah. I mean, also, like, the amount of weed he smokes in the show, it's like, oh, shit, yeah, I guess I'll hit a blunt. Like, he, he's not, like, obsessively in the rap yeah. culture. He's just kind of like a normal dude. Yeah. Um, like, when he goes to the studio, why do you... Can you, like, pull that mic actually away from you a little? It's weird. It's like... Like when he's in the studio with YG? Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 it's not too far. It was like an angle thing. You're like, you need to be here, and you were here. So just now you can bring it back to where it was. I'm trying to keep the audio quality fire like my rhyme, son. Hold up. People are going to be like, it's more annoying when you adjust it. Than when the <laughs> <laughs> How's that? Is that better? Much better, thank you. But they're like, you want to smoke? And he's like, no, nah, I'm good, actually. And then he ends up smoking. He's like... I'm fucking high as shit. Can you drive my car? <laughs> um, so I think we should uh, we should sit down for th – how long do you stay on the toilet when you shit? It just depends. Okay. Are you on the toilet long enough you could write three or four lines of lyrics like every time you shit and we'll come up with like pre-written raps before the next podcast? Absolutely. Okay. So I'm – I'm going to North Carolina. Uh, what I part? I don't want to say dates. Uh, Wilmington? I just came from North Carolina. Did you like it? Uh, the state kind of, as a whole, kind of sucks. And I hope nobody from North Carolina is listening to this because your state sucks. Actually, all my listeners are in North Carolina. But, like, the beaches the beaches are cool. That's what like, we're going I've been for. to Nags yeah. Head, and I wanted to go there. but Yeah, so we're staying at Carolina Beach, which is, like, two minutes outside of Wellington. Um... And the point is, I'm doing that in, I think, like, two weeks, three weeks. I'll be gone for two weeks. I'll come back. It'll be less than a month from today when I get back. When I get back, we need to come in here and freestyle 
and then also like read written lyrics that we wrote. <laughs> so if if you write a rhyme between now and then, I will give you one dollar, <laughs> and then you will be considered a professional rapper. How about that? A professional rapper paid for my paid for my rhyme time. Hell yeah. Dude, I got paid for my rhyme time. It's not a rhyme crime. If you rhyme fast, and smoke a dime dime. Do people still say dime bag when it comes to weed? I haven't heard that in a long time. I'm going to adjust this one more time and annoy the fuck out of everybody. This is weird. Uh, okay, try again. You haven't heard that in a long time. Okay, so. Like, I used to say when I was a kid, like, yo, bro, let me get a dime. Yeah. But now, like, everybody's like, oh, bro, just let me get a G. Right, but it's still, like. So a gram back then was $10 and a gram now is $10? I don't know how much a dime was back then. I think a dime was a gra- I think it was a $10 bag. Hi Brandy. No, this is Megan. Hello. Oh, hi Megan. Uh are you getting Egypt's machine? No, I have a tattoo. Oh, snap. Well, I'll be done in like 5 minutes. Is your tattoo appointment here already? No, not yet. How what time is your appointment? Uh, not 1. Okay, cool. You want to go ahead and wrap it up anyway? Yeah, that's fine. Cuz we were just talking about weed measurements. That's not really that yeah. good. So also, Unless somebody needs to know about weed measurements. Okay, like. so here's weed measurements. There's one gram, retails for around ten to fifteen dollars in Oklahoma at a, a dispensary. dispensary, and then three point five grams is an eighth, which is an eighth of an ounce, which is still not enough weed to even last a day. I don't know what the fuck people are buying one eighth for. So you get the eighth, and then twice that is a quarter. Makes sense. And then yep. if you can't which figure would be this seven out, grams seven if grams. You if you can't, can't do math, math. yeah. And then, so that would make 14 and a half? Yes. And then an ounce or an onion, as the kids say on the streets. I don't think they say that anymore, but I definitely They say onion say when that. they're texting you. Yeah, let me get an onion, bro. <laughs> no, like, I, I have a buddy that he used to be a drug dealer, and when he talks about weed, he's like, you got like four onions? I'm like, no, I have weed. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's uh, 260 for the onion. <laughs> I, was like, I don't even know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I have enough for a while. I've grown way more than I can smoke. It's fine. I'm ahead. You ever get ahead on weed? <laughs> it's pretty good. Anyway, on that note, we're going to end on a high note. But I'm...